Hi, once again, Judy Carter with the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you do. And, you know, I want to talk today about um, comedy. Mm. And by the way, thank you all you into comedy who are writing such wonderful reviews on our podcast. I'm glad to see it hits. Thank you so much. Um, by the way, I have a new book coming out, The New Comedy Bible, and January 22nd, uh, 2020, because I know you might be living, listening to this later on, mm -hmm. but if you write a review, you're going to get a VIP pass to come to my show. Um, not my show, it's um, a comedy workshop and book signing, so come. And it's been hard lately for comics with this cancel culture ah cancel culture i said that like an old jew what was is thus <laughs> what the, is cancel the cancel culture? culture yes so so just to educate uh for folks who don't know what we're referring to uh there's been a lot of hot button topics recently about digging into someone's past finding out something bad that they said or did uh, and then trying to cancel them, cancel their show, cancel their this, cancel their that. Kevin Hart went through it with the Oscars. He said something that somebody didn't like in an old tweet or in an about, old bit. About as my grandmother would say, homosexuals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and people didn't want him hosting the Oscars. Uh, James Gunn went through the same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy 3. He did the first two movies. They found some old tweet that he deleted and apologized for years ago, but because that was years ago and everyone's super angry right now about everything, they were, uh, you know, Disney booted him from Guardians of the Galaxy 3, even though the entire cast and crew and people who love the were like, are you out of your minds? Now, that has since been rectified. He's back on that. Uh, Kevin Hart did step away. He ended up just not Trevor doing Noah. Trevor Noah. When, when they, you know, found who was repl uh, uh, replacing John Stewart, um, they looked at uh, Trevor Noah's. They looked at all his tweets, and mm -hmm. he had some things that were very insensitive to women. Yep. And it was a big brouhaha, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to listen and watch a show and what yeah. have you. And, you know, Eddie Murphy right now, he has the new Dolomite movie on Netflix, and people are moving to boycott and get rid of it because of things he said about AIDS and homosexuality in the 80s in his old delirious. Oh, you my know, God. Thing. So. I mean, if you were in comedy clubs in the 80s, like I was, mm -hmm. okay, I had to follow a guy talking about my body parts. Um, as uh, doing long routines about tuna fish mm -hmm. and women's bodies, um, gay people, the mm -hmm. F word was used yeah. so much. There was so much gay bashing mm -hmm. back then. And, um, and, and certainly, um, let's see, homophobia, what all the, fo oh, uh, sexism, mm -hmm. uh, racism, misogyny, racism. Oh, God. God, yeah. you name it. It was it was it was nasty. And that's how they got laughs. That mm -hmm. was that was the cheap laugh to put down um you know different cultures, mm -hmm. put down um you know it was really hard. I remember Maz Jobrani taking my class and those of you know him, do you know who he is? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's famous. Oh yeah. Yeah, Axis of Evil, Evil, he took my class and he goes um well, uh, aren't you like Iranian or Arab mm -hmm. or something like that. And uh, he go, oh, I can't talk about that. Mm. And I said, you have to talk about that because mm -hmm. all the other comics were, you know, making all those kind of jokes. Yep. 
um, and really nasty jokes. And so it was an act of courage for Maz to come out there and identify himself because it was just so nasty. Yeah. You know? And and so, you know, so... Do we boycott these people that, now? That's the question is, you know, what, what do we do now? Because we've been through some really, really terrible things with like Weinstein and Matt Lau and, you know, like horrible people who have done horrible stuff for a long time who had a lot of power and finally got outed. And that's a wonderful thing. But when does it start to lose control? And it's like anyone who's ever said anything ever going back to the, you know, especially now when if, if you're younger, if you were born in the age of the Internet and you've been on social media your entire life, people going back to tweets and posts and things you did when you were 13, 14, 15 years old yeah, well, and holding it against wait, you now in your 20s and 30s. Yeah. The, um, Dean, what's her name, Dean, um, who said used the N word on her. Oh, show? yeah. Yeah. And she and she and and she was very hard. She came out and she said, um, "Apologine." Yeah, that's it. And she got went like, "Well, it, you know, it was the culture. I was raised in the South, mm -hmm. and now and now when you Google my name, all they see is that I'm a racist and mm -hmm. I'm I'm not." And she was crying yeah. and you know all of that. And what do we do? Do we just go, "No, you said that, and you're a racist, and mm -hmm. that's that." And and so canceled. Yeah, cancel. So the the real terror of this is fact not I don't think now in the in its current state of the cancel culture because some things are starting to turn around. I think people are starting to see the forest through the trees on a lot of it. Where it gets scary is for the current artists and performers actively censoring themselves about things that they should be talking about but won't because they're like well what if the tastes change in 20 years and i'm getting canceled you know what if i go on this link on something i'm very passionate about and care a lot about or maybe my type of comedy or performing is really offensive and insulting that's my niche that's what i do that's what makes people laugh now i have to go well, because so-and-so said something that's similar to what I said, do I have to change what I do because in five years, in 10 years, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's weird now, especially with the president we have, that this, <laughs> that this is happening. And as more and more of this stuff comes out, you know, you really need to stay away from, and I'm, I'm kind of mostly talking to the younger performers right now, because this type of stuff is cyclical. It happens. We go into these stages in our society where we get super, super judgmental of people and we start, you know, closing people down. Now, it's a big example now because we have all of the social tools we have now and everybody can communicate really quickly and everybody can dig back through your past communication because it's live on the Internet for anybody to see and start pulling things out. But one thing that I always advise is if you if that is what you do if what you do may ruffle some feathers we've had podcasts before about how you don't have to have everybody like you you don't there's no need for that you cannot alter what you have to say based on the politics of the current environment um, because real great comedy real great performing real great stories are always usually a direct response to things that are unfair in the world. And I personally think this cancel culture that's that's sort of, you know, it's we've taken too many people going, 
you know, being able to change the world from their cell phone while they're sitting on their toilet because they click a button. It's the 1% above zero activity to make stuff happen. Companies are starting to learn that it doesn't mean anything, organizations, things like that. But you can never let, regardless of how it gets, that kind of thing disrupt the message you want to make. Right. Now, there's there's different ways to look at this. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just talk some specific examples. All right. There's always the cheap joke. Yes. Okay. So that's a cheap joke. And, uh, and of course, I read in the Comedy Bible about that we shouldn't use our position on stage, which is a position of power, mm-hmm. uh, to further oppress the oppressed. Yeah. All right. So to put down someone because, um, you know, uh, just their race, their religion, and anything, you know, where you're not that race or religion. Like, if if you are that, then you can make make fun of it, Mm. you know. But, you know, Andrew Dice Clay, Mm -hmm. um, if you're like a white guy, can you go and just, you know, take on that character and do a stand-up act and bash Mm -hmm. Gay people now, bash women, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. I mean, it was despicable back then. Mm-hmm. It's still despicable now. Yeah. But people loved it. And here's the thing that there is, there are people who agree with it. There is an audience for it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, it's playing to, like they say, play to the base. Mm-hmm. Right? And as liberals, you know... Um, we ignore it mm-hmm. if we just go, no, we got to be politically co- correct. And that stuff, that dark stuff has to stay dark. Mm-hmm. Then it festers and we end up in the situation we are now. Yeah. Right. Well, it, I, the thing about it is I think it depends on, you know, the individual because you should never base what your art's going to be on someone else's art, you know, and and say, well, well, you know, you know, he's doing dirty jokes about women and that and he's filling theaters. So I should do dirty jokes about women, even though I don't believe in any of this. OK, stuff. listen. All right. Here's a joke. Andrew Dice Clay did, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know what? Thirty thousand women drowned at the bottom of the ocean have in common. They don't fucking listen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> OK, that, that's a joke. Right mm-hmm. now. Uh, could he do that joke now? Probably not. But depends on who and where and when and what audience it is. Second question is, does that matter? You know, it, does that matter that he could do that joke now? See, I will fight for everybody's right to mm-hmm. do any kind of joke. Mm-hmm. Um, will I go pay to see them? No, I won't. But go. I will pay for their right. And, you know, I was listening to Van Jones talk about this. And he was talking about we're all, because this whole thing of cancel culture came up at a virtual reality convention I was at. And he is doing virtual reality to have people experience what it's like being a black child mm-hmm. at the back of a seat. I forgot the name of his mm-hmm. thing, but whatever. Um, but he was saying we're all about right and wrong now when mm-hmm. we should be into understanding. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what a good stand-up comic is all about, mm-hmm. is that that there should be nothing we can't talk about in comedy because as long as it's funny, mm-hmm. right? And one thing that comedy does do is we do an intense investigation 
of a topic, mm-hmm. right? Into the minutia of it, mm-hmm. the minutia of that topic. And if you're going to tell me that a man can't talk and joke about rape, I'm going to tell you you're wrong mm-hmm. because it's not the topic. It's like, what is the perspective and what is it going to do to bring mm-hmm. understanding? It's yeah. like in artwork where the guy took, you know, a, a cross and put it in um, piss mm-hmm. and um, the government was going to cancel the National Endowment to the Arts because mm-hmm. of that. Because yeah. taxpayer money paid for that. You know, that art was successful yeah. because it got people pissed off. And so if a joke or of an art piece or if a writing or something people does pisses people off, that can be successful. Yeah. And my problem is now is, is and I'm like this. I am so like this. Mm. I, I am guilty of being a canceled culture person okay Okay. like i was listening to this guy this marine and his wife was just deported Mm -hmm. and she came here when she was 10 or something but i guess she didn't have the paperwork Mm -hmm. and he had done two tours of duty in afghanistan Mm -hmm. and he was going on going like how could they have done this i mean she doesn't speak spanish they put her in mech you know Mm -hmm. you know she's my wife i we have children Mm -hmm. you know how and and I'm going, oh, my God, this is horrible. Mm-hmm. They deported this guy's wife. And I voted for Trump. You friggin' asshole. <laughs> you, you deserve that. Mm-hmm. Right? And all of my compassion went out the window. And mm-hmm. then who am I? Yeah. Right? It's like black and white. You voted. You suffer the consequences. Mm-hmm. I don't care about you. Yeah. And so this cancel culture is really undermining our humanity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, if there's someone sleeping on a sidewalk, right? But maybe they <laughs> were comic <laughs> anti-gay jokes. I'm not going to give them so much. I mean, I mean, why, why do we? Why are we? You know. This whole notion that a presidential candidate can't have done anything wrong or mm-hmm. that the people we follow have to be follow a certain line, I, yeah. that's fascist thinking, and that's going to ruin certainly the world of comedy. Seinfeld talks about this all the time. Mm-hmm. He won't do colleges yeah. because of the censorship. Mm-hmm. And and it's, it's, it's one of those things to where... You know, it it seems very doom and gloomy right now because I see a lot of, you know, I just sat and talked with some folks and uh, who are, you know, some of them are writers and comics and whatever. And they're literally like they don't want to be in the business anymore because of this kind of stuff. And what I always like to tell them is this stuff is always going to happen in our culture. There's always going to be you go back (laughs) to the Hollywood 10 all the way to now to whatever. There's always going to be a because this kind of stuff, cancel culture, the, you know, you know, McCarthy era ism that is super easy and lazy to do. It's such an easy thing. To cancel someone because of social media reaction, literally the easiest thing that anyone could ever do in the history of anything, and you're going to pull the trigger. Yeah, as long as there are people, there will be laziness. And as long as there is laziness, there's going to be things like this. So I would, you know, I as a rallying cry to the young performers, don't think that we're in a world where 
you know, you can never say anything because in 20 years, moods may change and now you can't get a and job. Every, every comic is joking about this, actually. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. They're joking about that what they can't talk about mm -hmm. and worrying about a joke that they yeah. did. Like well, Chris Rock. I saw Chris Rock and mm -hmm. he was like, first thing out of his mouth was about that. Oh, yeah. And, and I have to say... As this was crazy, going into the Kodak Theater to see Chris Rock, mm -hmm. I had to put my cell phone in a bag. Oh, and okay. have, you know, in a bag, so, and locked the bag, because no performer wants, you know, to do a, uh, what happened to Michael Richards. Yeah. And have that happen, mm -hmm. because they did something, and it's not even like they'll get a piece of the joke. Yeah. Where they're making... A commentary about someone who said something offensive yeah. and now it looks like they're saying it so you can't even have a cell phone out now mm -hmm. everybody's scared and yeah and you know what it's, it's it's fine you know to be scared but don't stop did we say anything bad yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure there's a million. Am I going to be canceled? I don't think we're ever going to be able to run for president, Judy. Sorry, we're, that's <laughs> we're, we're both going to be off the off the list. So, so. so let's just let's just say mm -hmm. that um, being an artist has always been challenging, mm -hmm. but specifically now it is. It's mm -hmm. and sometimes it's an act of courage to get up there. And to say things that maybe are not popular, maybe are a bit risky, but if it's good material, do it. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening, and let's find your message and launch your career.